Hi, friends. Welcome to the podcast Care Package to Japan, where we showcase God's love for Japan through stories of people. I am your host, Evangeline, and let's get started with today's episode. So, today's guest is Thomas Lee. He is from the suburbs of central New Jersey, and that's about an hour away. From New York, is that correct, Thomas? Yeah, yeah, about an hour away by car, uh, train. It's also about the same time. Awesome. And outside of work, he loves his church, he loves Japan, um, and he also enjoys Japanese, Cantonese, and Taiwanese food, as long as it's not too spicy. And he has a history with Japan. He's gone twice for short-term mission with his church and today he will be talking with us about his heart for Japan. So thank you so much um, for being on the show today, Thomas. Yeah, thank you for having me. Uh, it's a pleasure. Yeah, so can you tell the audience and actually for myself, um, for those that don't know you, um, who is Thomas? What are some of the things that you enjoy? What are some hobbies that you have? And what are some things that are life giving to you in this season of life? Yeah, of course. Um, well, by day, I, you know, the usual grind of the Monday through Friday, nine to five, I'm working. Um, but outside of work, I, you know, I enjoy, uh, 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 my involvement with my church and missions, uh, anime, uh, cars, uh, and of course, food. Uh, food is always a good way to gather with people and to uh, not only share in necessity, but also enjoy it in fellowship with others. I agree. What was the last Japanese food that you had? Um, let's see. It was actually last week I was with some friends. Uh, we went to... Uh, get sushi and uh in sashimi and um just to try out a new restaurant in the area and uh, I, I would say that it wasn't you know it, it doesn't compare to the quality in japan but it does uh brings back some nostalgia i actually went out for sushi with a friend last night in the city san francisco and it was so good because they actually flew the fish in from the uh, the market in Japan. And oh my gosh, like I wanted to cry because I was like, oh my gosh, this reminds me of Japan so much. Like I really miss the sushi. Um, she took me out for my birthday. So it was, thank you, Bev. Thank you for taking me out for my birthday. Yeah, so I, I hear you on sushi and reminiscing Japan and hopefully the borders open up soon, yeah. Yeah, well, well, happy birthday. <laughs> I did not know that, but of course it would be nice to, you know, share such, you know, such such food and for such an occasion as well. Yeah, so um for those that don't know you, can you just tell us a little bit about like what you do for work um and who are you? Like what what you do for work, um what you're about? And then we'll dive deeper into why you love Japan. Yeah. Um, yeah. So as I mentioned uh, earlier, 
the the Monday through Friday, uh, the grind of work. Uh, I work in the insurance industry uh, for an insurance agency as an account manager. Um, Just, you know, helping people out with uh, what their commercial needs are for their businesses. And, uh, you know, aside from that, uh, I I really have a passion and heart for missions in Japan after uh, uh, going there twice. And yeah, and, and even in this time of pandemic, I'm, I'm still, you know, thinking and praying for Japan and, uh, you know, especially for the borders to open up and for this pandemic uh, to be more controlled and to be over with, really, uh, uh, so we can um, minister to hearts and the people uh, that have yet to know Christ there. Yeah, why why is sharing the gospel so important to you? Why why missions um, and why Japan? Well, um, why missions first, right? Uh, you know, honestly, um, during my young adult years and um, especially in my twenties, um, that wasn't really the forefront of my in my thoughts and my actions and uh yeah really it really wasn't um but back in 2016 uh um a pastor from a church in tokyo that we partner with uh that my church partners with um she had come over to her, her church uh, um and she had shared about this need and uh, this great need in Japan for the gospel to be shared and in the staggering statistics of less than uh, 1% are Christian and even less than 0.4% are uh, evangelical Protestant Christian. And, and that number is still in decline right now. Um, and that was really when as a young adult, uh, just thinking about like uh, career advancement and and many other things like that, um, Japan wasn't really on my radar for um, other than maybe possibly travel, um, but but um, that was really when God had planted a seed in my heart uh, to think of and pray about. Japan and, and the people there and possibly going. Um, yeah, at the time, uh, uh, what, what you know, many probably didn't know was really there was also a transformative work in my heart uh, for, that, for that seed. Um, growing up as a, a, a uh, Chinese American, um, uh, I, I loved reading about history, figuring out my identity, uh, whether I was, uh, was I Chinese, was I American, um, or am I a distinct, uh, distinct group? Um, neither completely Chinese, neither completely American, um, but Chinese American. And just figuring out that identity, I, I read up a lot about the the atrocities that happened during World War II, especially with uh, um, the Axis powers and and the rest of Asia and, and, and Japan in this case, and, and 
even though I didn't really have any interaction with Japanese people in my area or direct in, in any direct contact, I, I developed uh, this sin, the sin of, of resentment, bitterness, and hatred for some of the things that they did to uh, Asia, especially um, whether in China, Taiwan, or even Korea. Um, and reading up on those things, I, I just really, you know, it seems very pervasive. It, it's seeped into my heart, and I developed this hatred. And although I, I did like things like anime, Japanese food, ramen, sushi, um, especially their uh, technological advances in like t t uh, electronics and cars, um, I still had to sin. I hated that's as blunt as it was um but when this pastor from japan came from tokyo and she shared about this need uh suddenly god really convicted me that you needed the gospel as much as the japanese do and it is only by Christ's grace, my grace, that God told me that they deserve the gospel and they need the gospel to be given and to be preached to them. And that was really when I started thinking and praying about what is my involvement with Japan? What is my involvement in um, being transformed and, and repenting of the sin and allowing God to work in my heart um, to consider going or being involved in some way in missions. And yeah, that's really how it all started. Yeah, thank you so much for sharing your story. And I love to hear a little bit about, because you touched on one aspect of like, wow, I realized that like, I am a great sinner in need of a savior and, and it's from that place where you like realize that like, wow, I need to be loved. I need to be touched by the gospel. And I don't know, because recently I've been thinking a lot about this concept of how the church is really broken. And specifically, um, I've become more and more aware that a lot of people are in ministry as a form of self medication, meaning that um, they go to missions, they serve in the church, or they even become pastors or leaders in order to fill uh, certain needs that they have, whether it be um, achievements so that they feel like they can be lovable before God, or, or whether it's shame-based, um, like, oh, I don't feel like I'm a good person unless I do X, Y, and Z for God, or unless I achieve or like go to this nation or go to this country or sell all my possessions. And I feel like there's such a distinction between um, people who serve out of a place um, of an overflow of deeply knowing who they are in Christ uh, versus um, versus trying to gain identity from doing. And I love to hear a little bit just like on your personal journey with missions, with with the Lord, with Christ, with your daily walk. Like, 
how do you see that and um how do you kind of go deeper with the lord to know that you are operating out of identity and out of sonship um and let me know if my question makes sense yeah yeah um yeah uh i think i'm getting where what you're asking it makes sense um yeah when 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 you bring up the 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 issue that you've been um kind of seeing in the church here in the u.s or rather um many churches that are um are are, are challenges that are facing uh, people in ministry that are um that that one our understanding is that they are uh, doing it more of serving out of an obligation out of um a duty uh and maybe this is something that is more prevalent in asian churches uh with this shame-based culture uh that hey everyone else is doing it and i have this obligation to like elders or deacons or pastors that this is what i should be doing um but rather um um, the the thing that is to be corrected is that um when we come to god and rather when god comes to us uh he does not expect us to he does not expect us to come um with our merits with our works with uh whatever status that we have but he openly invites us to walk with him and invites us to be uh, a part of his life um his heart and his uh heart for the people in this world um and even though i'm saying these things uh it's also a reminder for myself uh that in this journey uh ever since like 2016 like um this uh this this initial seed of transformation um it's really been a humbling process uh of learning uh to really uh, ask god to be able to transform me through the holy spirit and walk with me um in areas like hey in pride where i may fail i want to do this i want to do this it's a good thing to do this for god uh do missions for god um these are good things but when we place it uh the things that we're doing higher than god um then that has essentially become an idol that replaces god and um and that's not good and god really just asked for us to um submit to him fully and i think that um out of obedience to him and a willingness to surrender even these good things to him that god is able to use what is weak um to shame the wise in this world and so in my own personal journey like even though i've been to um, missions twice in japan for short term um there are a lot of lessons that i had to learn to um uh especially like it's not it's not about uh what i can do uh, it's about what god can do can do through in and through me like one of the challenges i faced uh, one year um was 
uh, this 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 um, this this uh, difference in culture where uh, Japan and many other uh, nations in Asia are more of a group and collective society, and growing up in the U.S., you are more uh, prone to think individually uh, in an individual sense, and. And as a team that can, and working in a team and working and seeing the group dynamic, um, there are some subtleties where you can't just act out on your own and you can't just say things on your own and decisions have to be made uh, collectively. Um, so that was one area where I think that um, practically that I had to be humbled in and submit to the Lord that this is Hey, this is really about your uh, your will to be done here uh, in Japan and with um, by submitting you are submitting to God and in 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 the sense of Japan you're you're just um, willing to show the people that hey this is your culture this is I want to reach you with the gospel but first there are these barriers that are coming in the way uh, God how can you um, break down these barriers? How could you um, break down my pride um, for the sake of the gospel? Yeah, that's, thank you so much for sharing that. I think, I think there is that, um, and let me know if you're tracking with my thought. I think there is that tension of, because you just mentioned of like, God, like, like break down my pride and that is definitely true like yes jesus like humble us humble us to the point where we realize how much we really really need you and i love to hear your thoughts about like like because humility is not um not like i don't matter and it's not like i don't my voice doesn't matter because the reason why i bring this up is because i was praying for japan and i realized that a lot there's a generation of people especially i think young adults in japan or not even young adults just people um in east asian culture where um they feel like their voice does not matter because of this collective society and they never developed like who they are as a person what their interests are so there's this fine tension of like like and i see it more in the like Asian churches where there's this fine tension of like, oh, like I'll just like do whatever God wants. Like, and it's almost like shifting the responsibility of like, I don't want to take a, I don't want to take ownership of owning a decision and the potential failure of that and just putting it back on God. And I'm curious to hear your thoughts on that. Um, there's, I know I touched on multiple pieces. Um, um, but yeah, like if you have any comments or things to add or feel free to challenge my thought. Um, but it is something that I have been thinking about because Japan is such a collective society and the fact that people, a lot of people don't develop truly like who they are as an individual. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, sure. Um, I'll, I'll touch on the piece. You, you brought up a good point about uh, what you've observed and what you've seen in Japan. Uh, Japan is, uh, yeah, as we mentioned, a collective society. And when you start having your own thoughts, right?、Uh, It's almost like you're that nail that is sticking out that, oh, the rest of rest of the, you know,、right. the, the, the like society. You're supposed to, you're, things, hey, you're supposed, to、yeah. you're supposed to hit that nail back into where it belongs, like the rest of the others, right?、Um, and even in、um, this this concept of religion、um, in, in Japan, it's, it's,、uh, it's often viewed as. Negative, and especially Christianity、um, being as a part of this this negative view of religion.、Um, so, for Japanese Christians、um, to proclaim that there is only one God, one true God, and that they are Christian is very difficult for them.、Um, difficult in the sense that there are a lot of societal pressures.、Um, And, the, and when they count their cost to follow Jesus, they are going against their society and what they are expecting of them. And yeah, even in the Bible, like Jesus is asking us, hey, I, he, he's saying he is the true,、uh, true vine and he's the only way、uh, to the Father. Um, that is pretty much what Japanese Christians, even us,、uh, have had to face in our own ways to accept and to choose Jesus as our Lord and Savior.、Um, so, in that tension here, even in the US with、uh, Asian churches, like、uh, figuring out how, they, how, how one should be、uh, following God's will.、Um, Uh, too often, maybe in, in the US, we're uh, uh, prone to th- ask this question what is God's will for us? Or what is God's will for me?、Um, and sometimes that's really actually already been clear. It's, it's, to make, it, it, it's, in the, it's in the Great Commission, it's in the,、um, the greatest commandment. And, Um, how it's done individually is really a new thing.、Um, but how and how it can be uniquely applied to us、um, in the way that US,、uh, American society is like in the West、um, is, is really a, a conversation in between God and the person ourselves.、Um, just asking God and being more aware. Uh, asking God for that awareness to see where, where are the needs,、um, what needs to be done、um, in, in whatever stage or wherever we are,、um, and, and how we can act upon that. And sometimes we may not get an answer right away, or it may not be very clear.、Um, but the Bible does give us enough instruction.、Um, On how we should proceed in figuring out those answers. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And I think for myself, I realized just like in the past, I've definitely deferred that, like, oh God, like, I definitely pray those prayers of like, oh God, like, just show me, like, 
like, should I choose A or B? And I realized that like when I did that was because I didn't want to own those, like the consequences of those choices. And I'm learning more and more that like, as a daughter of the Most High, that God is with me irregardless of what happens. And of course, if there are scenarios of sin, like I'm not saying to run to sin, I'm saying to run away from sin. Um, and a lot of times in life, um, these little choices um, are not like so black and white. It's it's not like, should I, should I do this or should I do that? But I feel like God, is really inviting us into this deeper revelation of who he is in walking us through these different choices that we make. Um, and I think that's yeah. something that I've been really meditating on. Um, and I, yeah, like it's, it's cool when I see people come into more of that fruition and more alive in that and tying back to tying back to japan tying back to um your story i mean um what you said about people really i think laying it all down in order to follow the gospel um that is something i feel like people in japan do really well um that they do full know and are aware of the consequence of choosing Christianity as a religion. Like, I personally find that lukewarmness is not as prevalent in the Japanese church. Um, I don't know if that's just my personal experience, um, but because they had to really count the cost. So that's something that I really learned from them. Yeah. Yeah, I'll speak a little about uh, my experience uh, on why I even brought that up, like counting the costs and what I've seen um, in Japanese Christians that I've interacted with uh, when I was there in uh, for short-term missions. Um, and, and contrasting and comparing and contrasting a little bit to the uh, dynamic we have here in the United States. Um, yeah, when you touch on lukewarmness, yeah, it's less, it's, it's, from my perspective, I think it's less prevalent. Um, and even though they face different challenges uh, than us, um, there, uh, what I've seen is when we were, when our team was there in um, Kobe, Awara, Sendai, and Tokyo, um, they were very small churches. Um, compared to the sizes of some churches here in the U.S. Um, by by the largest um, church that our church was partnering with, it was in Tokyo and that had like about 60 people. And that was considered large. Um, understandably, because, uh, because Tokyo is a rather uh, expensive place to, uh, to be in, and also the space is very confined um, but in terms of their passion for uh, uh, what they're doing in, in partnering with us th by serving um, by spreading the gospel by um, even though there are these pressures of like advertising that or but we say it's advertising right but people may think it's advertising but uh, spreading the news of 
you know, we're having this program, this uh, VBS summer kids program, um, even to go out door by door um, to residential neighborhoods and handing out flyers, knowing that, hey, you can be rejected. Rejected in the sense that people will just nod and say, yes, we'll come, but, uh, you know, out of politeness, but they don't show up. Um, that they still, knowing that there is this outcome, this possible outcome, but still placing their faith in God. Hey, God, this is really um, your ministry, your work. If you want these people to come to this event, to hear about the gospel, you will plant that seed in their heart. And so fully aware of these things, right? They're fully aware of these things, yet they're still so passionate about doing them. And um, sure, they get disappointed um, in times when numbers are less, but in the event that, hey, the weather is great, and after prayer or constant prayer, uh, numbers are even greater than what they expected to come. Um, then we know evidently that God is at work and this is God doing the work. Um, I think here in the U.S., uh, we, we, we tend to struggle with lukewarmness because we don't see uh, as great how great this need is um, for the gospel that we shared, how we're not fully grasping um, how deeply we need God. And because there are many comforts here, um, different, many different barriers, uh, that's what hinders us from um, being more effective in our, 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 our ministries. Yeah. And so, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. In my interactions and they were so like enthusiastic. They were so happy to see us. It, it, it's refreshing for me uh, um, uh, to be able to serve alongside them and be able to uh, just it really encourages me. We, we, our team says uh, uh, part of the things we do there is to encourage them as, as they are missionaries and, and they're people that are few in number, but um, God surprises us, our team, uh, that, hey, what they're doing is even more encouraging to us American Christians. Yeah. I agree. And with that, and before we close, do you mind saying a prayer of, I think, realizing how much we need the gospel? Um, because if we truly, I think if we don't realize that, then like nothing, nothing else matters. Um, literally nothing else matters. Um, and I love for you to pray that over I mean, us too as individuals and also the church in America and also bless the church in Japan. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Let us pray. Um, dear Heavenly Father, um, we come before you, this throne um, of the Most High Lord, uh, Lord, uh, in humility and asking, Lord, For your abundant grace, Lord, this grace that we do not deserve, um, Lord, but Lord, you 
willingly and lovingly out of love because you are love to give this to us lord lord we um i confess that as individuals as as the american church um that we often um take this for granted lord we confess our our um our lukewarmness our um weak and weak hearts lord but lord you are strong and you are mighty to save uh lord you are perfect um you are the one that um faithfully obeyed and faithfully completed your mission to uh, to save us lord and lord even through that agony and that pain lord that you suffered uh, lord um you completed it and to the point to say and it is done lord so lord help us out of knowing this truth um not only in our minds but in our hearts lord would that transform us uh, in this world lord to follow you uh, follow you um, faithfully obediently and most importantly willingly lord um with with joy with love not out of duty not out of obligation lord um yeah out of joy and love for you lord and lord would that spur us lord um uh would that overfill us lord uh overfill our hearts that we cannot contain it and we want and desire to spread that love that we've experienced um to others in this world where who are suffering who have yet to know you help us to spread your truth speak truth and love to our fellow brothers and sisters um who are struggling um, and lord would you be gracious to heal them heal any relationships um brokenness pain um and suffering lord lord i pray for those in japan lord um those that have uh, counted the cost and to have followed you lord lord would you um remind them um uh that throughout this journey this this sojourning journey lord um that lord you taste uh, the same um then there in the past present and future lord you taste the same lord you are the same um help them to see um and to remind themselves of how sweet you are how sweet your love is lord um that there um that the moment they chose to follow you um that greatest joy lord found in you would sustain them in their mission to um proclaim the good news the gospel to others in that nation in Japan lord help them aid them um, in their times of despair and darkness lord with other christians around the world uh, surround them with their prayers lord 
because Lord, we know that when two or three gather in your name, Lord, um, you are in their midst, Lord. And so, Lord, I also pray for those that have yet to know you in, in Japan, Lord. I pray for this mission work. Lord, only you can accomplish such a great task of saving souls, Lord. So, Lord, would you continue to uh, soften the earth, Lord, uh, soften the earth so seed, your seeds can be planted in the hearts of the people in Japan. Uh, Lord, cultivate those seeds, Lord. We we pray for a miraculous revival, Lord, that if it is according to your will, Lord, it can be done within this century, Lord. We pray, Lord, um, for this to happen. And Lord, we also pray for more workers, uh, more people to hear this need in Japan uh, for the gospel to be shared. And Lord, would you stir up in their hearts um, a conviction to go, uh, Lord, and if it is your will for them to go, Lord, that they would um, take action. Uh, for Lord, you are worthy of our service. You are worthy of it all. So Lord, help us, oh Lord, um, to humble ourselves, uh, to turn from our pride, our sin, and to follow you, Lord. To, uh, here and to the ends of the earth. Lord, we thank you, Lord, and we pray these things in your son's Jesus' name. Amen. That is it for today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you enjoy the podcast today or if you enjoy the show, feel free to leave a comment on iTunes or Spotify and please rate us. This helps other people find the show. And if you would like to be a guest on the show, please email carepackagetojapan at gmail.com. And we'd love to hear from you as well. And we just really appreciate all of your love and support. Thank you so much. Until next time. Bye.